to a brand new episode of Straight Up Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin. Hey, and if you guys have been following our podcast, especially this season, uh, you know that it's kind of coming down to the end. And, you know, uh, we talked about in the very beginning of the first episode of the season, uh, I really didn't hit too much into it. But, uh, you know, in this podcast, it's called Straight Up. And, like, I don't want to hold anything back. Uh, for my listeners and our fans, especially uh, here in America and overseas as well. But uh, this podcast has been a journey since college. Uh, started off in college when we were all kids and uh, and they asked for us to do it. And, you know, shout out to Matthew Mixon over there in San Diego, uh, newest director over there, uh, who asked us to do this as a, a podcast and has been a mentor to us throughout this whole process. But to revive it uh, from a TV show in college to now, a podcast and so it's been a long journey uh with this podcast and uh you know and recently the reason why i got back into it to media uh because the sad story was that i almost passed away uh it'll be five years this april coming up in 2023 and i was in a coma uh and i had a 50 a 50 chance to live uh but god you know just just basically the powers that be definitely gave me the opportunity to like see life again so uh, that has been heavy on my mind. And uh, my grandma passed away uh, and that kind of put me in a dark depression. Uh, and so with that being said, now that I'm actually stable and I'm I'm actually not moving around as much uh, work wise, uh, I now want to take the opportunity to really focus on myself. Uh, if you know me, I'm always giving back, always in the community, giving back to the children, especially uh, at risk children as well. Uh, but I'm always not putting myself first. And that's always been like, in my 33 years of living, I've never done that. I don't know how to, but uh, it's times like today that I need to put myself first. Uh, and if you, those that can see me on TV right now, uh, I am a uh, a bigger guy, you know, and I've always uh, never let my weight really control me because people said that I couldn't, I was too fat for TV and I was too fat for this, but uh, I've always had a big chip in my shoulder to prove them wrong that, Hey, even though I'm fat, I still can like accomplish things. You're talking to a guy that has won uh Louisiana broadcasting award, uh, interviewed people like Shaq, Anthony Davis, and the list goes on. But, you know, I've never let my weight stop me until now. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, you listen to our fat phobia episode about how bigger people are attacked uh, for their size and, and, and belittled. Uh, you can understand my dark stories about being a bigger person, uh, what happened. And so today's episode kind of focuses on somebody that has gone through this, the, the turmoil, but has come out on top. And is truly one of my biggest influences right now because uh, he's making waves. This guy has been on Steve Harvey. Uh, it's been a men's health magazine. And he's dropped almost 350 pounds, maybe over uh, that. Uh, if you guys help me welcome Mr. Anthony A.J. Lopez. A.J., thank you so much for coming on the show today. What's up, brother, man? How's it going, man? I love that intro, man. I love that. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Like, I, I saw A.J. on TikTok, and just to hear your story, man, like, you know, it was unbelievable. And and I was like, nah, nah. Not somebody, yeah. not somebody like him. Like, there's no way. He, like, what? And so... I had to, as we're wrapping up the season and uh, basically this this podcast, like uh, you're someone I had to have, and the the stars align perfectly because you know part of my end in this podcast is because of my weight, and I'm going to focus more on my health. So 
uh, what better way to have you to kind of come on here and talk about uh, your incredible story. Uh, and we're going to get more into your story. But first, for the people that don't know, you kind of tell us about who you are and where you're from. All right. So my name is Anthony Lopez. Uh, I'm from Orange County, California. Currently live, uh, just moved to Las Vegas to start my own podcast. And my whole entire life, I've been overweight. I've been overweight out of the womb. Um, I, for a lot of you don't know my story, I share everything. I'm very open about it from the traumas I have to the insecurities I have to everything, right? But it took me years and years. I didn't start my journey until I was about 27 years old uh, until my grandpa passed away from cancer to when I started taking myself and my life seriously. Uh, and over the course of my journey of everything I've done has been documented and I shared the good days, the bad days. And now, uh, from what I evolved from being the old Anthony Lopez at over 600, like close to 650 pounds to 266 pounds and an online coach and a personal trainer and, uh, soon to be, uh, a traveling motivational speaker. Almost a 650. And now you're down to it's two, 266. Yeah. So, um, the scale said error. At uh six hundred, it went to it went to like said like remember that last number I seen on it was five ninety nine, and then it said error, um, and then it took about a month, a month and a half for the scale to read, and that's a month, a month and a half of doing uh kickboxing uh and punching bags uh seven days a week for like a month and a half for that to uh go to uh you know for that number to actually read on the scale that goes up to six hundred. Wow. Yeah. Man, so hey. I don't say t- I don't give exact number because I don't feel it's fair to people. Uh, to, for me not to have proof of that number, but if well over well over six hundred pounds for sure. Man, look, I'm gonna tell you straight up right now, man. Like when I was a kid, like playing football, like I used to get so embarrassed because like uh, we would wear stuff for football, and I would come in and like it always say air in front of everybody. And of course, like you see yeah. that, and they tease you, and I'm like, oh man, yeah, and, yeah, no, um, played sports in 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 play sports as a kid. Um, played sports in high in high school. Obviously, I played football. Right, a big boy. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, I, my, me, and my mom had to go and get two pair of uh, football pants and sew them together so I could make my first freshman game. All right, because you know, obviously, not a lot of players were my size. I was overweight. Like I said, when I said I was overweight my whole life, um, I've been overweight my whole life. As into like, where's a picture of me at two years old holding eating like a whole not a McDonald's kids meal, like a McDonald's meal, right? Because everyone thought it was oh, it's cute. Look at him. He's you know, look at he's eating. Look, he's cute. Blah blah blah. Uh, so yeah, so I've literally lived a life of obesity up until four years ago. Well, well technically up, I mean, I technically up to like two years ago, cause I've been on this journey for about four years now. Wow. Four years, man. And has the time flown by or has it been like just, uh, uh, just a long journey? It's, it's both, you know, um, I'm at a, a headspace in my life right now where I'm never satisfied. Right. And, and what I say by that is that I've felt that for the last 27 years of my life, I've half-assed it. You know what I mean? So now I'm just like, what's next? What am I going to do next? How am I going to push myself next? So I haven't really had a chance to step back and really look at my life as a whole. I'm just more focused on what's my next goal? What am I going to achieve? Who am I going to help? And what, you know, what, what am I going to do next in my life? You know? So if I look back as like my life as a whole in the last four years, it's just been, it's just been go, go, go for me. You know, I haven't really sat back to really appreciate it because I feel like I'm making up for like lost times. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it makes yeah perfect sense. And like, it's crazy because like, I'm the complete opposite now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've been go, 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 go. Now I want to take this step back and really work on focus, yourself. Work on yourself because I've never done it. Like, I've never, I, I, I feel like I'm a servant to people, which is kind of crazy. But like, no, I, yeah. I, 
and I don't know how to like a people pleaser. Yes, a people pleaser. And you like, like people. You like people. You know what I mean? And, and, and I completely understand that. You know, when you talked about that, it's so crazy. Literally ten minutes ago, I posted a a a, a video clip of me talking about take ourselves seriously, and then for me to be on your podcast, you were right, man. The, the stars are aligning because this podcast might not only help you out, it might help whoever is listening to this. You know what yeah. I mean? Because mm-hmm. we do put people first. We unfortunately being a bigger person and, and let me go on before I start getting on a rant or something like this. I'm not blaming anyone for me. my being being overweight. It's not mm-hmm. my mom's fault. It's not no one's fault. It's my fault. And I, I accept that 100%. Right. So before I get into it, when you're a bigger person, right, you always have to be the people pleaser. You have to be the funny person. You have to be the people pleaser. You have to have the cool things. You have to have the cool shoes because you don't want people to look at your weight. Because at the end of the day, we have so much things that we use as like crutches or actually band-aids because we don't want people to notice how big we are, right? So you always have to be the funny person. You always have to be the people pleaser because you don't want people to focus on your weight. You want people to focus on your character, right? Or what you have, right? So I complete when you said that, like it hit home. Yeah, we are people pleasers uh, until we start working on ourselves and we realize that we shouldn't be pleasing ourselves and no one else. Man. I'm gonna tell you straight up right now, like y'all, if y'all listening right now, there there may be a time to where you know I, I look, I look, you know, I'm a big guy, but I'm sensitive too. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. So like, you know, <laughs> a lot of girls like this, but <laughs> but but you know, I can almost guarantee you, you might see me cry a little bit on this episode because it is not only just personal, but because it's a journey not only that I'm going through, but there are so many people. Uh, in the world that are going through obesity uh, that that really don't have it to understanding of it. And there's not a lot of people like Anthony to actually be here to talk about this. So uh, we're going to have a little bit more with Anthony A.J. Lopez on the other side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned to the Straight Up Show podcast. Years ago, my family had a scare when we thought my mom had breast cancer. It was painful to see her go through all the testing and witnessing her be just as scared. Fortunately, she did not have breast cancer, but millions of women and men aren't as lucky. So we here at Straight Up are supporting and standing with those who are battling and have survived breast cancer with our official breast cancer awareness merchandise. Just visit our website, straightupshowpodcast.com, and get yours today. All proceeds will be donated to local breast cancer foundations. So we encourage you not only to get educated, but join us as we stand straight up to breast cancer. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest and that's what I appreciate most about it. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. Straight up. 
All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. I'm your host, Calvin. Today, I'm joined by Anthony A.J. Lopez. Uh, Anthony is uh, one of the creators of Heavy to Modified, uh, and he's lost over 350 pounds. Uh, currently, he's around 260 uh, in the area right now. He used to be 650, uh, but now he's uh, a motivational speaker, uh, a social media influencer, and uh, he's been able to come on our podcast to kind of give us uh, some tips and kind of tell his story to help not only motivate you, but me as I start my journey after this podcast. Uh, Anthony, once again, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show today. No problem, brother, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. And before we went to break, you talked about like your football pants, man. Like, and any of my friends could tell me tell you that uh, like our our team colors was like white pants playing football. Same. And the only pants that would fit me were these big, like, silk, yellow school bus, like, pants, man. And, like... Oh, so you had, like, a different color than the whole team. The whole team. And so, man. like, they, I used to get made fun of so much, man. And, like, because those were the only ones that would fit me. I have thunder thighs, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, yeah. Big thighs save lives. Yeah, right? And so, like, uh, I used to get so embarrassed. When you said the pants, I was like, man, I, I can relate, man, so much. So... Uh, I'm glad, I could, I'm glad that I could, you could I could bring something up that you relate to, man, because it's true. It's just it's it's the life that we lived. It's the life that I lived. It's the life that you lived. You know, what I mean, and Sherry stories like this um, stuff that, you know, maybe some people don't even know about, which is good. Right. Mm -hmm. But then there's a lot of people like you had said since like, you know, the pandemic, everyone in the and, and the epidemic of people being overweight. Um, they're going to relate with this, right? And they might be hearing this story and this podcast and they're like, I'll never get to 600 pounds. Well, I was once that person that said, I'll never get to 400 pounds. And I said, I'll never get to 500 pounds. And I said, I'll never get to 600 pounds, you know? So this, this podcast right here, stuff like this needs to be heard, right? Because this could really change someone's life by a simple conversation, right? Of what we're doing right here. It's because it's, it's easy to gain weight nowadays, you know? It really is. And like the, you said, you did 3,100 calories a day, right? Oh, right now. So right now, I'm eating thirty three hundred calories a day right now. But mm. when I gain, when I, I don't, I was probably roughly eating about five six thousand calories a day. Um, when I got to my biggest, when the the year uh, when my grandpa had passed or was given six months to live and passed away, I lived with my grandma. Uh, I gained just about a hundred pounds in about nine months. Wow. Yeah, so I was eating around like seven, eight thousand calories a day, which was over the years. It wasn't like I was overeating because I was. I mean, I was stress eating, but it wasn't like I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was overeating. It was just me eating, right? But now mm -hmm. looking back at the twenty one hundred calorie breakfast I would eat, and then my favorite stuff from some fast food, and then eating like a whole box of pizza to myself throughout the whole day, right? Because I wouldn't sit there and eat a whole box, but the whole day I would finish that box and some chicken wings and soda, apple juice, like all that stuff adds up. And that was normal for me compared to how I eat now is way different. It's not that I don't eat that sometimes. I just portion control and I eat in moderation. I've broken my bad habits with food in order to change my life around. And now I don't have to worry about passing away at a young age and leaving my brother and sister and family behind. Man, that's... that's... Give me a second. Um, that that's a lot to take in. Uh, I got a couple follow up questions. Uh, with that, uh, one, just how when you said that you know just your life and how being obese, most of your life, how did it being overweight and being obese, uh, how did it impact your everyday life until up to now? So, it impact. Okay, so this is crazy, right? 
it didn't impact my life until I lost weight. And what I mean by that, that was a life that I was used to. That's a life that I lived. Um, having to buy bigger size pants from adult stores as a kid was normal for me. Um, having to buy adult belts was normal for me. Uh, the amount of food I was eating was normal for me. Me at a certain age, not going to amusement parks or paintballing or snowboarding, dirt bike riding was normal to me. I didn't realize when my, uh, my life was being affected until I lost weight and I realized how much I was not properly living life, right? Not going to restaurants because they only had booths. Uh, not going on airplane rides, you know, not going to music parks, with my brother and sister, um, not going to my brother's football games, because I didn't want to walk around a lot. Like, I didn't know that was normal. You know, that was normal to me to not do all that stuff. But now that what I'm doing now in my life, my day to day life, and dirt, I dirt bike ride, I snowboard, I mountain bike ride, I'm, you know, what I mean, I'm on, a, I'm on a Red Bull magazine, you know, what I mean, now I realize how much I was uh, a victim to my own part, my false reality. Right. And that was, you know, what I lived. It was difficult to tie my shoes. It was difficult to wipe my ass. It was difficult. All that stuff was difficult and it was normal until I decided to work on myself. And now I'm realizing that that's not the life that anyone ever should want to live, but it became normalized to me. One thing that you said that kind of like, that kind of made me feel guilty, uh, especially was that because, you know, you, you're of, uh, you're a PLC. And I'm a PLC, and which is which means person of color, uh, in the community. You're from you're from LA, uh, and so we know how the culture of the food is growing up and stuff like that. Uh, one thing you kind of made me feel guilty about was that you didn't blame your mom, you know? Yeah. And a lot of what I used to say, especially on our fat phobia episode, uh, I said that I grew up on bologna sandwiches and you know, snack cakes, because that's kind of all we can afford, you yeah. know, uh, take us back to like, you know, because, you know, that's where I said that my journey of obesity began because of the foods that I had growing up. And that's all we can afford. 100%. But 100%. Why, why did you take the blame off your parents? So I'm, I go back and forth a lot, right? You're, you're witnessing someone that is becoming a new version of their self every single day. So when I talk, I talk in old Anthony Foreman. I talk about me, I am today, right? So it took years and years for me to start blaming myself. It took years of messing up. It took years of failing. It took years to realize it was up to me. So I don't longer blame anyone. Now, I don't, I'm, I don't like to use the word victim mentality, right? But at the end of the day, I had that a lot of my life because I would point the fingers at other people. And one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life is look in the mirror and point that finger back at me and realize no matter if my parents tied me up Fed, force fed me for, for 20 years, 10 years, 18 years, when they untied me, it was up to me to make that change and change what I put in my mouth. Right. And that's what I had to realize. It's up to me. It's up to us to make the change. It doesn't matter. Our upbringing. We got, we got, we get to a point in our life where we can make decisions for ourselves and we know what's right is wrong. We know when we go into high school dances and we're the biggest person in the room that obviously we're doing something different than other people. Right. So now that took years to understand. And um, now that I'm at where I now, like I said, now I get to realize all those years that I did point the finger at other things, other people. So no, I don't, I don't blame anyone anymore. I do blame myself because there was a point where I wasn't getting attention from girls and, and dances and I, I was pissed off or I wasn't getting girls numbers at clubs because of my weight and all that. And that was at the time when I knew I could make a change. I just chose not to, right? Because of my eating habits that I built as a kid into junior high until an adult, you know, I kept those eating habits with me. One of the things that you said in Men's Health Magazine, which is pretty cool, by the way, that's a, that's a, first off, how was that to be uh, in Men's Health? That has to be 
Uh, but first off, I'm proud of you, man, for doing that. that. That's a big accomplishment. Uh, but how was that? Just first off, how was that being a men's health magazine? It so my life is crazy. You know, less than four years ago, I was over 600 pounds. I was driving Uber, living paycheck to paycheck, and didn't know anything about nutrition. Nor if you would have told me, hey, Anthony, in four years, if you stick to this, you're going to be uh, a motivational speaker. You're going to be on the Steve Harvey show. You're going to help people lose weight. You're going to motivate people to lose weight. You're going to be a personal trainer. Bro, I would laugh. I would have laughed in your face and be like, are you blind? Like, are you okay? Like, do you, are you, do you need help? But now fast forward to what it is now being in men's health and all this stuff. It's it's so surreal to me. Like I said, I have not took a second to step back and appreciate it because like right now I'm looking at it as like, I have a voice to help people, right? The young generation, the older generation, whatever generation I have a voice right now, but there's plenty of badass people that are doing what I'm doing right now that they don't have the following that I have and the support that I have. So I refuse to sit back and get cocky with it. I'm going to take advantage of it and I'm going to do the right thing. And I'm going to talk about everything that I need to talk about and share the embarrassing stories and share my insecurities because I have a voice, right? And I, if I could share an embarrassing story or if I could show off my loose skin, that's one of my biggest insecurities to get a 12 year old kid to not become overweight and not want to look like I do, then hell, I'm going to show it. I'm going to talk about it, you know, because I have the platform to do it because I'm blessed with it. So I haven't been took a step to appreciate anything. I'm just grateful and blessed and, and happy that I decided to not give up myself that give me opportunity to be able to help so many people over the last four years. Y'all, he's going to leave me speeches, speeches a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. He's going to leave me. Because, I mean, like I said, I'm proud of a man. And, like, just broadcasting my insecurities to people. Uh, because, you know, because I, I have to. I'm a people pleaser. So I have to be on this pedestal, you mm -hmm. know, all yeah. the time. So it's like I can't afford to have, like, a, a pity party. You know what I mean? Or yeah. broadcast insecurities. So it's kind of like. That is a battle that I think a lot of people have too, because like, you know, I can't tell you how many chairs I've broken, you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. like you know, so like uh, how many chairs I've broken in front of people or just uh, anything or like being on, a, on an airplane and have two seatbelts, you know what I mean? And uh, two seats, two seatbelts. So it's, it's a lot. Um, so you were on men's health, but one of the things that you said in men's health, I think that a lot of people who are not, who are not obese, uh can relate to is that uh i don't do drugs i don't drink either but one thing you said in men's health that i think that as i the idea for every fat person is that food is our drug and can you explain like how we as well not you anymore but as much but how big people can see that food is a drug food is just a, a legal drug right it becomes our addiction what happens when you're in a bad mood you have a rough, rough day. We go to food. What happens when a person that's addicted to alcohol or some type of hard drug? What do they do? They have a rough day. They want to hurry up and get to the bar. You know, what happens when you're having a good day, when you want to celebrate? You go out, you go party with your friends. You do your drugs. You do your drinking, right? No, we go out to eat, right? Everything about us is surrounded with food, right? So it's just a legal drug because at the end of the day, that's our comfort, right? That was That's our crutch. That's our comfort. At the end of the day, no matter how we were born, how we were raised, how we were treated, we know that at the end of the day, food is always going to be there for us. Food is always going to be um, our, our, our number one supporter, right? It's never going to judge us, right? The one thing that we love the most is actually hurting them, us the most. 
not in moderation, right? Because food is not bad, but it's everything in moderation. So yeah, so food is a drug to a lot of us and some people will not relate with it. And that's amazing. Anyone listening to this video or this podcast and doesn't relate with 90% of the stuff I'm saying, awesome. I love it. But there's going to be people that are going to relate with this because it's going to hit home, right? Because you know, I remember being so overweight where I put something in the microwave and I just couldn't wait for the two minutes for it to be done. So I stopped it at a minute and 20 seconds and just ate it halfway cold. You know what I mean? Some people don't understand with that. Some people don't relate it. Some people won't relate with being uh, it being difficult to to reach down and to tie your shoes. That's amazing. But there's people out there that will relate with this. You know, maybe they're not as bad as I got, but hopefully this podcast or wherever this wherever they're listening this is going to help and maybe change their mind to not live that life that you know I got to because it's not comfortable at all, and we know it's not. No one likes being overweight. Yeah, and one thing about this podcast that we preach on is health and mental health, and like you know. Uh, and admittedly, I will confess this is that this has been a this since and it's kind of funny because uh, and and, you know. My grandma passed away and that was like my closest uh, person that understood me my whole life. So yeah. to hear you talk about your grandpa and how that kind of spiraled you uh, into depression. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm not a lot of you, uh, but because yeah. uh, I haven't recovered from that since then, you know. And that's been almost four years, you know, and or well, six years now. Uh, but when it comes to mental health of this, how was your mental health when you were obesity? Like, how, how, how was it? So before I started losing weight and going to where I'm looking back at my old self now, I was kind of I was a I was a I was a master of mask. I've always had a mask on, right? Always had a smile on my face. Always was a funny person. Nothing ever bothered me. Didn't bother me that the girl never called me back. Didn't bother me that I couldn't get that pair of pants because they didn't have my size. Nothing bothered me. I was just a chill dude, right? But there were just masks as I wasn't happy because now I look in my life, I look back at those situations where I personally felt like it really sucked. Now I could talk about that, right? Because I wouldn't dare talk about that when I'm going through it, right? When I'm overweight, when I'm uncomfortable and whatever it might be. Um, I just was a man of very mass. You know, I started off with the YouTube channel about a, a rate with my race car, Camaro, how to make custom brackets for my race seats, how to order extra wide race seats to fit in. But realizing now, uh, and I talked about this before, that that was just, uh, it was just a crutch. It was a band-aid. It was something that, cool, I'm not the fat guy on YouTube. I'm the cool guy with the loudest Camaro or the fastest Camaro, whatever it might be. I haven't drove that thing since my grandpa passed away and I started working on myself and realized that that's not what I'm into. I just wanted people to look at that and not my weight, you know? So it's just one of those things that it's it really messes up your mental. And over time, <clears throat> it becomes worse and worse. I was always positive. I was always happy. I was. I grew up with a very loving family. I was never insecure. My family, I've, honestly, I probably didn't know what the word insecure was until I started hanging out with other people, right? I was never insecure. But over time, over time of, you know, jokes and and, and getting turned down and X, Y, and Z, it started, it started hitting me. It's like someone, you know, verbally telling you something every single day. Over time, it just started coming mass. And then it started getting to me. And then I became insecure. And then my grandpa got sick was eating all that for a whole year. And then I started not wanting to go places and I got depressed, started thinking suicidal thoughts. And like, that's not who I am. Like I had to Google my feelings to figure out what depression was, but was a very, very big blessing to get that depression. And it sounds crazy, but I didn't believe in depression. Depression. I was like, how are you going to be depressed? I'm over here, been fat my whole life, fighting, fighting to be the funny guy. And you're going to tell me you're depressed. I didn't believe in it. But fast forward, I went through depression. I realized how serious it is and I needed to go through it because while I went through that, I started working myself. Fast forward a year later, 
I get to help my best friend go through one of the hardest things in his life and he was fighting depression. So if I didn't go through this, if I didn't get through my depression, I would never believed in it. I would never be able to help my own best friend because I wouldn't be able to relate with him. And now that I went through it and now we'll do what I do, I get to relate with so many different people that struggle with depression and feeling uncomfortable in their own body and feeling uncomfortable going places and, and whatever it is they're going with. And just now I could be more relatable of a person. Man, he's preaching, y'all. He is preaching like because this is he's spitting, he's dropping gems right now. Cause I mean, just I can relate a lot, man. Like, everything you're saying, I can relate to it. And um, I think a lot of people don't understand that, like, you know, that a lot of big people do have that mask, you know, and we all do. We all have it. We no matter I don't care who anyone follows on social media, male, female, whatever they go by. No one at home by their self, them looking in the mirror, is happy with being overweight because it's affected them one way, shape, or form. Whether clothes not fitting or they can't go bungee jumping or they can't go skydiving or they can't, they got to tell their friends no to go into K1, ride go kart. Like it affects them. It affects them way, shape, or form. No one's happy. Just unfortunately, it takes until that person is ready to change their mindset for them to change their life and to realize that I'm done wearing these masks. I'm going to work on myself now. And speaking of like that, that day and just you realizing that you got to make a change, uh, give us specifically like the day that you knew you had to make that change. I was like, just coming off of like a three day depression. I was coming off. I've, like I said, I never been depressed before. I just lost my grandpa. I was messed up. I've been at my grandma. I lived in my grandma's house for almost a year. I had to get out of there because like it was just really messing up everything. It was just and not mess up everything. I mean, not in a bad way, but my mental was just I was just beat. You know, I was just really, really beat. And I started getting suicidal thoughts and I didn't tell anyone. It was just very hard. But I just kind of like, you know, woke up one day. I'm like, I'm being so selfish right now. Like I have a brother. I have a sister. Um, you know, I have people who love me, people who support me. And and I, you know, I got to get together. And if I don't, my family's going to bury me next. And like, that was like the harsh reality of thinking I won't be there for my family anymore. I couldn't do it. Um, day one of you starting this journey. Do you remember like, cause I know that especially, especially with me, geez, like just day one, you start something and you just mess up and then you just kind of go back to bad habits. Like, uh, explain two things for me. Uh, explain your day one of trying to do this and kind of talk about how like, you know, you start and then you kind of just fall back. It's, you know, like, like I always tell everyone, I'm like, I'm the king of start on Monday, right? I'm like, I'm the, I'm the king. I've mastered start on Monday. But the day one of when I really decided to make that change, it was, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. So I ended up going to a gym uh, that one of my friends from high school owned. So what does that mean? A lot of my friends from high school are going to this gym, you know? Um, so I seen people that I haven't seen in seven, eight, nine, ten years. And it was embarrassing, you know, because I had lost weight plenty of times before. My biggest weight loss before this was like 150 to like 180 pounds I've lost. I'm not joking when I said I've been overweight my whole life. You scroll down on my Instagram from 2000 and like whenever I made my account, you'll see my weight fluctuate. You could see it, it's all there. Um, and now people know me as oh, AJ was losing weight. Then fast forward four or five years later, they see me. I already gained all that weight back. Plus, I'm 600 pounds now. It was embarrassing. It was hard. My knees were hurting. I was tired within the first 10 minutes of the kickboxing boxing class. But I just knew that I had to keep pushing, right? Like I know that I had to keep going. Like I, I had no choice but to get this done this time, right? And I refused to do 
it the same way I would do all the time. Just, just follow this. And I'm just going to lose weight and eat, eat a little bit of food. I'm gonna lose a lot of weight. Like, I was going to take this seriously. Like I was going to learn the nutrition. I was going to put in the work. I was going to, you know, I was going to work on myself. Right. I didn't know how long it was going to take, but I knew it was going to take a long time. And I knew I had to work on myself and I've never looked back since. I'm not saying I never failed since then. I'm saying I've never looked back since, you know, I've had my days of a weekends of falling off. Right. But I've always get back on the horse, you know, and, and, and because of people like you who are contacting me and been supporting me. And then the following I have, and, and, and not going to say the following, the support that I have from the following, I feel that it's really helped me. I think this is the most important thing I've ever done in my life. Honestly, I've, I always half-assed everything. I was saying the beginning of the podcast, I feel like everything I did, it, I got to a certain level of being okay. And I just got done. Right. I just stopped it there. This is like something where I'm like, I am devoted and dedicated to changing my life and helping other people change their life. I never took anything more serious than what I take right now. I'm studying for it. I'm dyslexic and I think I have ADHD, right? It's very hard for me to take in information, but I have no problem learning about nutrition and how our body works and how protein works and carbs work and why we need this. I have no problem learning that because I feel that my brain and myself and my heart really wants to help people. And that's why I'm not gonna say it's easy for me. I do got to read a couple of chapters twice, but I take in this knowledge and I could preach this knowledge and I'm going to school for it. I don't like school. I've never been good at school. I've never been good at reading. I've been good at decent at math, really good at math actually, but I've never been good at school. So me taking myself back to school, like is like in my head, I'm like, what am I doing? But it doesn't even feel like that because I know that this is going to help me better other people. Right. So it's, this is the most, this is the serious I've ever took myself in my whole entire 31 years of living. Um, with you being like just starting and like you're because trust me, everything you said, my knees hurt and all this stuff like that, bro. I I'm telling you right now, man. Like just I do squats, and my knees are on fire. You know what I mean? And like yeah. knees, it, thighs hurt. Ooh, man. Yeah. Um, uh, and I tell people, my cousin, he uh, just people that I know personally, and I tell people all the time, it's not that I know what to do in a gym, I know how to lose the weight, but the thing is that it's the mental block that people don't really realize is that unless your mind's made up, you won't do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And how important, how important is the mental discipline throughout all this? This is how important it is. Every single one of my clients know this on my program. It's mental. Then it's nutrition. And the gym is way down there. I talk about it. I preach it. We have to break our bad habits. I have some people on my program making their bed every day. I have some people in my program brushing their teeth every single day, right? It's the little things that we're building discipline that's going to lead us into bigger things, right? We think it's little, right? But when we walk past the trash to go throw away trash, next time we do it, we're going to walk past that trash again. But let's focus on picking up the stuff in front of us, getting it done right away, not taking the trash out, taking the trash to the trash can, seeing that it's full, and oh, the next person will do it. No, we're being lazy, right? We're not creating proper discipline in what we're doing. And so the mindset is 100% weight loss. It is a hundred percent weight loss. You have your, you're dealing with your brain and your thoughts 24 hours a day. You're only in the gym an hour and 15 to 20 minutes. You are dealing with your thoughts and your decisions every single day, 24, seven, even while we're dreaming and stuff like that. You got to deal with your own thoughts. You got to deal with your decisions. The gym's an hour and 20 minutes a day, maybe four or five times a week. You live with yourself seven days a week, 365 days out of the year. Mental is a very big part of weight loss because until you're willing to make that shift mentally and focus on your bad habits and really figure out your your triggers and why you're doing certain things and why you're running to food, you're not going to be able to change your life around. 
Dang, so deep. Now, when you on this journey, you know, you stayed in the gym consistently and you changed your eating habits and stuff like that. But uh, a lot of people not really frown upon this, but kind of like there's a community of people who lose weight, but they have ass- assistance. And you yourself yeah. have had assistance. And can you tell people the kind of assistance that you had to help you on this journey? Yeah. So I had the gastric sleeve. I had the gastric sleeve. It was a decision that I, I don't regret it. It was a great tool. Um, I had the gastric sleeve because I knew I wanted to make sure this is the last time. Now, fast forward, you know, having the sleeve, it's a great tool, especially at over 600 pounds. Like it's life or death, right? I'm fighting with myself right now, right? Every single day I woke up, it was a blessing, right? So I knew I wanted it to be this a lot. This would be the last time. So I did my stuff. I hopped on the pre-op diet early. I learned about the sleeve. I learned what I could do, what I can do, what I need to do. I started learning about proper portion control. I was studying for this, right? I was studying. My girl was sleeping. I was studying on this thing. If I was going to do this, I was going to do this right, you know? And I ended up getting the surgery. Amazing. Loved it. For as past forward eight months, um, I, I realized that, like, I wanted to lift weights and, you know, not eating a lot of food, it restricts you from that, right? Because what is food? Food is energy right? So the less food we have in our body, proper nutrition, it's less energy we have. So I was like, you know what, I want to eat more. The biggest, scariest thing I've ever done, I just dropped five G's on the surgery. But the best thing I've ever done, right? Because I got to prove to myself now that fast forward, it took about a year. Now I can have whatever I want. I can eat a whole box of pizza right now. Right now I eat 3,300 calories a day to the point where I'm actually arguing with people telling them, no, I did have the surgery, but I can't eat this. And this is what I eat every single day. You know what I mean? But it's the great tool, but it's not a fix all. And I know that there is a battle between you took the easy way out and you did it the natural way. They're both hard, right? And for anyone out there that says that, oh, well, this person, and I'm not talking about me because I hear it all the time. I have my follow, I hear the crazy things every day. But I'm talking about the person that has a friend or a cousin who's lost weight for the sleeve, also puts in work. Go do it yourself. If you think what I did is easy and the amount of weight that I've lost and the muscle I put on and the mindset I've broken, if you think it's easy, then go do it yourself right? Go have that surgery and see how easy it is to continue to do what it is. Because a surgery doesn't fix a mindset. A surgery doesn't erase years of bad habits. A surgery doesn't, you know, just not a fix all. It's a tool, right? It's a tool. The same way you use a screwdriver to get things in a wall, the same means you use a hammer to get things, whatever. It is a tool. But the main tool that is going to make you be, help you be successful long-term, right, is going to be your mindset and learning your nutrition and learning your macros and learning how to track food and learning what proper nutrition looks like. Because at the end of the day, we're only overweight because we don't even know what proper nutrition is anymore. We see a plate we don't know about. We don't pay. Like I can look at a plate and be like, that's three servings. Not a lot of people can look at a plate and be like, that's three servings. They just look at it. That's a plate. Let me get a plate, right? That's a plate. What's a plate? A plate is three servings, especially where 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 we live. You know, in the U.S., like yeah, servings are so massive nowadays, right? Where you get a, a serving of, of a, at a, a hole in the wall restaurant, they're serving you, you know, a serving for three people. Technically, three people should be sharing that, not because you're on a diet, because we should be sharing that, right? But we don't. So my grandpa always told me, and he used to always get my feelings hurt, but he was true. It was true. He said he's like Miho. He's like, if you eat like three people, you're gonna look like three people, and I started to look like six people, you know, and because I didn't know what portion control was, it was normal for me to eat and then go eat again. It was normal. You know, that's how I was raised. So I'm Mexican and black. We love food, right? We, we, we don't really know proper nutrition. We just know good food. And, you know, and unfortunately, uh, no, I'm not going to say, unfortunately, I'm going to say because of my lack of n- nutrition, 
uh, I, you know, I gained over 600 pounds, you know, I got to live the, uh, uh, I got to live a good life. I got to eat what I want and drink what I want. And now I'm healthy and got muscles and I show abs now, you know? Well, first off, that's, 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 that's incredible, man. I, I'm proud of you, bro. To sit there Thank and just, you. Hey man, like I see myself getting abs. Like I want to be like genuine back in the day with some, with some abs and some baby hair in my head. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> That's right. Go <laughs> envision it, man. Envision it, brother. Like, honestly, like really really envision it i recently just started like doing breathing exercises and and focusing on more of my mental than what i've just been doing right learning and stuff like that i'm reading now i'm meditating in the morning and i i, I not do i don't want to sound like a hippie and stuff like that but like I, i've been focusing on my breathing i've been focusing on visioning stuff you know i told you less than four years ago you know i was I was driving Uber. I was driving Uber, making ends meet. You know, I was a hard worker, but I was driving Uber to start my filming company or whatever. They guys have a filming company time. You know, fast forward now, I'm 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 making the most money I've ever made. I'm helping so many people, and just because I took myself serious, and I've always, after a while, not right in the beginning, after a while, I started envisioning my success. But I don't just envision my success anymore. And this is a tip to anyone watching, and whether you be a weight loss or you want to start a business or you whatever it is. Don't just envision your success. Envision the work that we need to put in to achieve that success. We all talk about what we want, right? We all talk about wanting to lose weight and wanting Lamborghini and wanting to blah, 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 whatever it is. But we never talk about the work that needs to be put in in order to achieve those goals. And that's how I think now. I don't think about me wanting Lamborghini because I want a Lamborghini. But I think about the work and how many people I need to help and what I need to continue doing in order to achieve that goal, right? That's what we start to start to change that mindset. That simple switch of a mindset is going to change the way we act, the way we talk, the way we, the actions we take, the decisions we make, because it's a mindset shift. It's not about just me, me, me. It's about what I need to do in order to become the best version of me. Wow. Uh, one more one more question before we go to a break right quick. Uh, and this is a question I've always wanted to ask people who have lost weight and have had the surgery. Uh do you think that anybody that doesn't have the surgery could lose 350 pounds? Yes. There's people out there have done it. There's people out there that are doing it. You know I mean, there's, there's, like I said, there's people that are way more badass than me that are doing what I've done and they're pro and hopefully they do do it better and they do it. They like come out stronger, all that, but yeah, it is possible, but it does still take that mindset change, you know? And like I said, it is a great tool and anyone out there listening that is, you know, over 500, 600 pounds, maybe 700 pounds, I, I will look into it because every single day that we go to sleep, we don't, we have opportunity to not wake up anymore, right? We are just because we are working on ourselves, say we lost 10 pounds, but we're coming from 700 pounds. We're still 690 pounds and we're going to be 690 for the next week until we lose weight again. So it, it's a, it's a, it's a scary situation for us to be in, you know, it's a little different. Uh, not saying that we're, we're, you know, we're handicapped or anything like that. No. But it's a little different when now we're fighting the clock for our life, right? Because I wasn't going to make it to 30. And then COVID, you know what I mean? So, uh, yes, I think it is possible. I know it's possible. And, you know, because I have clients almost 100, pound down, 100 pounds down in the last nine months that I've been doing online coaching. I decided to make the switch to online coaching. So it's possible. I lost over 100 pounds before I had the surgery myself also. You know, I was, I was, I was determined to become successful. But I was also learning about myself, right? I was pointing that finger back at me. Then you'll become successful. You know, you know, there's there's nothing more dangerous than a determined mind, right? You started this podcast in high school, right? Is high school was it college or high school? College, college, yeah. College, right? You were determined to become successful, right? 
now look how many people you got to work with. Why? Because you didn't give up. You changed your mindset and you, you put in the work for it, right? So no different with our weight loss. It's no different. It's the same thing. You had that mindset. You had that vision to be successful. You knew the work that you had to put in, and now you're here at almost 100 episodes and X amount of years later. It's the mindset. You believed in yourself. You put in the work. Thanks, man. Like I'm over here like trying to like, you know what I mean? So like, all right. All right, so that's the crying part, man. You got me teared up right now. But like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm okay with mine. All right, you know I'm sensitive. I I've, I've cried on Steve Harvey show and <laughs> Priscilla's podcast, man. I I I so I try to like I try to like for frame of like talking about the grandpa story too deep, um, because it just it gets me every time, bro. It happened in 2018. You know, um, it's difficult. So I'm I'm all about my emotions, man. I, I don't gotta, I don't have an ego anymore, man. I don't gotta wear masks. I am who yeah. I am. This is this is Anthony Lopez, and you're gonna get me, you know, 24-7, 365. Yeah, and that's that's funny because my grandma's a trigger too, man. Like the moment I think about her, because I was in the streets bad, man, like doing stupid stuff, and she didn't give up on me. And then the fact that she didn't give up on me encouraged me to go to college and stuff like that because I wasn't I wasn't going anywhere, you know what I mean? So the fact that one person that didn't cast me out. I actually looked at me and said, hey, I believe in you. And when she did that, it just shot me up to the moon, you know? So it's just like, you know, they don't make our grandparents like they used to, you know what I mean? Nah, so <laughs> The power of words, man. The, the power of words is an amazing thing, man. It's, and, and so many people lack support from, you know, people and their loved ones. And um, I just talked about that on my social media, you know? It's like, we need to take ourselves serious, right? That's it. We got to take ourselves serious. And no one take it serious. If people want to laugh at you, whatever people don't believe in you, that's fine. That's a hundred percent fine. You believe in yourself, you know, you put in the work, you know, your actions are going to show, you know? So yeah, man, the power of words are amazing. And I got to learn so much with being, you know, an online coach and, and talking to so many different people and hearing their stories and just knowing that like, sometimes we're just, you just got to ask for help, man. You just got to ask for help. You gotta, you gotta, you know, put that ego aside, put that pride aside and just be like, yo, like I need help. I don't know where to do, what to do. I don't know what I need to do, but I know I need help. Right. And that's it, you know, and I, I, before I would never, ever like tell anyone to do that. Now I'm like, just ask for help. You got people that want to see you win. Man, he's making me feel guilty about a lot of stuff right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, AJ Lopez. Hey, uh, we're going to have a little bit more with uh, Anthony on the side of the break. Make sure you stay tuned to the straight up show podcast. Hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of the straight up show podcast. I am your host, Calvin. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other. There's only one rule to our show. You gotta be Es un derecho, un privilegio y una responsabilidad. Muchos han hecho el máximo sacrificio solo para que podamos tener la capacidad de votar sobre lo que creemos que es mejor para nosotros y 
nuestra comunidad. Así que aquí en Straight Up te pedimos que investigues, deja que tu voz sea escuchado y que estés orgulloso de decir I Straight Up votó. Everybody out there, I'm Sutan Salahuddin. From Southside. Season three is out right now on HBO Max. Make sure you tune in. And make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Podcast Show whenever you are online. Peace. Welcome back to the Straight Up Show Podcast. I'm your host, Calvin. Joined today uh, by a heavy to modified creator uh, and a good friend of mine so far, uh, he's lost over 350 pounds. Anthony A.J. Lopez, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show today. Love it, man. I love it. Thanks for having me here, man. Yeah, and not only Christina, who is our co-host, can get away with, like, making me feel guilty about myself on the podcast. <laughs> so, Christina, you have some company now. But, like, uh, Anthony's giving some gems about weight loss. If you've been listening right now, kind of end the podcast. Not only to focus on my mental health, but trying to find myself again. Uh, now that I have a second chance at life, because uh, five years ago, I had a 50% chance of living, and I'm here now. So I have to take advantage of this second chance. And that's kind of where uh, the podcast is going. Uh, but, you know, who's to say? I may, may I may come back. But if I do, I want to be a smaller version of myself, because like Anthony said, if you can see it, you can do it. So uh, once again, Anthony, thank you so much uh, for your, your 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 amazing words. And, and you got me to cry so far. So... <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't actually cry. I'm 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 pretty I, I'm surprised, man. So I'm I'm sorry I did that to you, but I had to pass it on to you this time around. Okay, so let me ask you a question. So you're down to 260, right? I had a body 266. test. Done. 266. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a body test done, and they said that I no matter how much weight I lose, that I would never see 270. I mean, I would never get down below 270 because of the way my body's built. Uh, like I I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what the doctor told me before. Yeah, because um, I'm, I'm actually big boned apparently. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if there's like a one-off thing, but I, but from what I, my knowledge, there's no like really being big bone. Like we're all have our, we obviously we have different bone structure as in height. Right. But we just, you know, the ones that are heavier, I was also the same person would say like, Oh, I'm big bone. I can't, I can't lose weight. I'm just built like this, but look at me now. Right. Like I said, we kind of all fall into those crutches, right. We fall into those, like, this makes you feel comfortable. Like, yo, why don't you lose weight? Oh, the doctor said I can't lose weight or whatever. I mean, then we start believing our own lies and we start falling down that path. Right. Cause when you lie to yourself so many times, you're going to start believing it. Right. You're going to start, start picturing that, that truth, that, that lie is truth. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor at all, you know, but I do know my story. I do what I know what I've learned over the course of the four years. And I continue to learn with schooling and um, working with so many different people around the world. Um, I know you got this, man. You got thank this. You. Thank you, you man. Like, and I definitely, I want to attempt to try it naturally first, but you know, like I said, it's okay. Like you said, it's, it's okay to ask for help. And like, you know, I've been so against it for so long, but man, look, look where it's got me so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, uh, it's- no. Go ahead. It's a scary path. You know, it's a scary path. You know, you're, you got to break the bad habits of food. You have to, you know, really control your eating or, you know, you're going to go back in your old habits and then you're going to keep stay the same weight or get even heavier. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like I said, I, I feel like the word of, of this podcast is like that mindset, but because I strongly believe in it, I'm only sitting here today because I changed my mindset on life, honestly. Mm. And I'm way happier now. Let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, because like I said, that, that fake happiness. That's kind of why I didn't want to do the show anymore because I wasn't being straight up with myself. I'm still not, you know. And to see that my 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 way of life has made me lose people close to me uh, because of how I, my insecurities and mm-hmm. uh, things like that. And I, and I opened the season up saying that, like, hey, I've hurt people because of my insecurities. I push people away because of my insecurities. And so uh, I feel like it's hypocritical to have a show call straight up and i'm not living that kind of life you know what i mean and so uh so i take pride in that you know what i mean so uh and for those that listen that's kind of a big personal reason why uh when you start losing this weight you know what's like the first thing you notice to like shrink or you didn't know like did the the seat didn't squeak anymore like what what was it like oh like yeah like like the first hundred pounds down I mean, I really didn't notice too much, right? Going from over 600 pounds, 100, like you would think you would notice a lot, but like I was like dabbling in like a 6X shirt and I was like in a 5X, like and my belly still was showing, but because like, I was still a big boy, you know? <clears throat> but like not having to get into a car and having the seat all the way pushed back, put, putting a seat, I still don't like wearing a seatbelt. That wasn't because I was overweight. I just hate wearing seatbelts, but I can wear the, a seatbelt on any car. I could ride in any car. I don't have to ride in the back seat because we all know the back seat's bigger than the, the whole, that's the biggest part of the, the car. Um, you know, traveling, you know, like I, I got, I remember like when I got in the airplane, I was so nervous. I lost a lot of weight with the, the, the getting on the airplane again after all my weight loss. Um, still was like 300 some pounds, but I was so nervous. And I was like, it was way different from the last time I traveled at five, five eighty, six hundred, whatever I was at that time. Right. And there's, there's pictures of that. And then now, even to this time where I just traveled, we went to Texas. I'm like, I still get nervous. I still get on the plane and I'm like, can I fit? Can I fit? It's just, it's cause like, this is a new body for me. This is a whole new life for me. Right. So now I'm trying to work myself like, of like, okay, I could do this. Right. It's not like, cause I've been over with my whole life where I couldn't do a lot of things. So I can go, ride go-karts i can go snowboarding i can jump dirt bikes i can ride mountain bikes you know but like tapping into like my new body it was it was like so new it's really new like it's new i couldn't do this stuff since i was at elementary school you know i went to disneyland my my brother for my first time in like 20 years like two months ago you know what i mean like it's just so you notice everything you know get everything tying your shoes touching your toes i there's other stuff but you know, I don't know if I can say it's on live. I don't know, you know we're on your podcast, but you there's other it, things you for notice, it. man. You know what I mean? Like you, you can start seeing your junk. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Things become a lot more comfortable. You know, fitting in chairs better. I sit in booths all the time. I go to the restroom on airplanes just because I can, because because I couldn't do it before. You know what I mean? Like before, I was I was not going to the restroom for five hours on a plane. I was not moving. I sat there. I waited, and we flew, and we got there, and then I got off the plane. So if I had to go to the restroom, no, nah, I, I wouldn't do it. I couldn't fit in the restroom. There's no way. I got to the point where I was walking the door slanted a little bit so I could make it in comfortably, you know? So everything, I notice everything now that I could do. Yeah, I could sit in a chair with the, with the sides on, you know what I mean? I could, I could do that. I mean, I can't right now, but it's water though. You know what I mean? Like I got one of those big boy chairs. I'm not going to lie to you. You got the comfortable chairs. Yeah. Man, Man I'm not that tall. So I was pretty, the, the weight was everywhere, brother. The how, how, how tall are you? Five ten, if any uh, anyone's okay, listening. Okay, I'm five, okay. I'm five nine. I'm five nine. Okay, I'm okay. five, you know, five ten with uh, Air Forces on. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not tall at all. Okay, I'm about five inches taller than you. Dang. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> that used to confuse me. Like I'm telling you, like, and first off, Anthony's giving all the big people secrets away. Like, man, he is really exposing us right now. You know what I mean? Like, he's really telling like 
all our secrets right now. <laughs> um, it's not any easier for me, man, because like you know, I got people from high school following me, and people are gonna listen to this, and so like they're gonna remember like that time of story that I'm talking about, and I'm talking about like how hard it was to wipe my butt or something, and they're gonna like, oh damn, like you know. But at the end of the day, this is the harsh reality of obesity, right? This is the everyday of obesity. Things are difficult. Stairs are difficult. Relationships are difficult. You know, everything's difficult, you know, and, and we gotta, we, we gotta fix it, you know, and, and, and hopefully it doesn't get to the point to where I was at is where, when we decided to change that mind to start. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it's hard, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, man, especially when, cause I, I live alone, you know, and especially like I come back home, like, dang, man, like, you know, like just, and like, if I watch TV show, I'm a big wrestling fan. So if I watch wrestling, I gotta like watch something with something, you gotta eat with it. You gotta do this with it, you know? And like, um, people our age, especially on social media, we want things like right away. It's you know what I mean? Uh, first off, like how can people, cause me, like I, I got a goal, especially when I stop this to reach by my birthday, which is September, you know? I have X amount of goal and there's nothing that you can tell me that I cannot reach that goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you have goals and you don't reach them, guess what happens? You start, you start being down yourself. You know what? Right. I feel like, you know, we all focus on the end goal. You know, I, I don't know how much longer we have on here, but I, I want to share this. I learned this from my coach. You know what I mean? And I want to share this. I literally just talked about this. And we, I literally had a group zoom call with all my, with all my clients before I hopped on this. And I want to share something that really, really hit home. I want to share this, right? So think of yourself on a teeter-totter, right? You're on one side. There's a bucket on the other side. And think about it. You have little rocks, right? First day, you throw rocks. Every hour, you're throwing rocks. Nothing's going to happen, right? Keep throwing rocks. A month later, little pebbles. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. You do it for six months. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Keep throwing rocks every single day, every single day. Over time, that teeter-totter of those little pebbles you've been throwing on, you've been throwing at, now are starting to lift you up. Why? Because all that hard work you've been putting in is now starting to bring you up. All your instant gratification that you were looking for in the first week, you're getting in the first year and then in the year or two or whatever long it takes, right? You're throwing those pebbles. You're not going to reach every, you're not going to hit that, that bucket every single day. You're not going to do it. But over time, you build consistency, you get better, you get better, you work on yourself. Now that hard work that you're putting in today in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years, now you're going to start seeing the benefits from it. And we're so used to the instant gratification that we start giving up on ourselves right before we're about to be successful, right before we're about to get lifted up. We quit on ourselves. Why? Because we didn't see what we wanted to get. Right. And that really stuck with me because that was hundred percent me. I get to a certain level in life and I gave up on myself. And that's why I feel I've never been to my fullest ability to where I'm at now. I don't give up on myself. I'll fail. I'm okay with failing. I am. I accept failure. If one day I lose everything I have right now, luxury apartment, a, a nice truck, everything, followers, I'm okay with moving back with my my mom. You know, I, I'm okay with failing as long as I don't give up on myself, right? Because when you give up on yourself, that's a true definition of failures, giving up, not being defeated. You're going to fail. You're going to you're gonna lose some days, right? But when you give up, when you don't wake up the next day and try again, then you then that's failure. To me, that's failure. Yeah. One thing that a lot of people, and this is, if, if my mom's watching this right now, I mean, a lot of y'all watching this, one thing I battle with is that when you get, when you, when you're in a coma and you just don't know what, where you are, like, like I have a phobia of going to sleep because, you know, of, you know, when I almost died, 
yeah uh, two it's like like you said like every day we're living like death becomes more serious and yeah. i think that uh i think i forgot maybe it was snoop dogg i think they said that uh didn't know i can die until i was 24 you know because you're, you're living so recklessly yep. and you think that you you didn't know you can die until you like something happens to you yeah. so like i fight with that that i hate like i work so hard because i hate going to sleep because i get that fear not only because of like you know being in a coma but like i'm a big boy and i know the risk like you said like even if i lose 100 pounds i'm still like you know and uh i've had a cousin he was skinnier than you he's my my size and he got down and he still had a heart attack so it's kind of like uh not promised it, not promised, promised. It's you know promised. so and it's like uh it's scary because i think about how like he lost all his weight and he still died of a heart attack you know and i'm like dang like so it's like you know you really i really gotta take health serious because he was 36 you know yeah. and so like you know it's like dang i'm 33 so it's just like man like i gotta it's it's a panic you know and like it's it's yeah. serious you know and so beating that body up you know it's you gotta remember it's a lot of work on our heart a lot of work on our joints you know my hips are so bad you know i've been getting work done for the almost a year now like uh you know deep tissue rubbing doing mobility work so i could squat properly our it's like having a car right we have a brand new car we take care of the car we love the car we do oil changes it lasts forever Right, we drive that car down to the ground. It's not gonna last that long, man. It's not gonna. We need to do oil changes. You know, we gotta, we gotta put some proper work. Gotta do tire rotations, like all that stuff, man. Then we only get one of these things. We do not get multiple, right? We don't get more than one of this. This is this is a one time lease right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is the only lease we got right here on this bad boy. We don't know when it's gonna end. You know. So yeah. So unfortunately, you know, when it comes to being overweight, obese, morbidly obese, we're fighting that clock right? We're fighting that clock and we got it. We're trying to re- undo years of, you know, eating damage, emotional damage, mental damage, building bad habits, all that stuff, right? And we're fighting the clock, you know? And I just, I just talked about this and I said it on one of my podcasts and it, it really like, I was like, damn, like I said, I had to take a step back and really think about it too, because I kind of like was talking to myself when I said it. I was like, you know, I, I said, like, everyone says, you know, it's never, it's never, it is never too late. It's, it, it's never too late. As long as you wake up, it's never too late. It's only too late when you don't wake up, you know? And that was like, when I said I was at a step back, like, who just said that? Like, holy crap. And now I live by that, right? It's only too late if you don't wake up. So I, I want to make sure I wake up every day. So if I have to make sure I'm taking my vitamins and I'm doing my cardio and I'm eating clean and all that, like, I want to be here, you know? So Man, I hate that word, the C word. <laughs> cardio. <laughs> Yeah, we all and do. I, and I'm, I still don't like it. And I don't know people who actually like running. I feel like k- kudos to them. Like, and <laughs> how important is cardio to your weight loss, man? Because I do not like it at all, man. It's, you know, it's 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 good to have the days where you get some cardio in, right? 15, 20 minutes walking, you know, walking at a slight incline. You don't have to do cardio every single day. That's one of the people think you lose weight in the kitchen. That's where you lose weight. You lose weight in what you meal prep. You lose weight in what you put in your mouth. You lose weight in what you order, right? That's where you lose weight. You don't lose weight by doing cardio every single day, right? You, it's just not possible. It's like every single day, you're going to drop, you're going to fill up your gas tank, right? And then you're going to bring it back to, 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 you know, to quarter. And then you're going to fill up your gas tank, put it back to a quarter. It's never going to get, it's never going to stay at full if you keep on eating more than what you're working out, right? You have to stay in the deficit calorie deficit don't care what kind of diet you're on i don't care what it is if it's sustainable 
then do it. If it's a, I don't know. I don't know any terrible whole bunch of different. I hate the word diet, but I'm just saying it because people relate with that word. Whatever it is, make sure you're in a deficit because the you know, weight loss starts in the kitchen. The weight loss starts with what we put in our mouth. The weight loss starts when we start changing that mindset. Not doing cardio, 24, 20, like these, these online coaches and these, these personal trainers who are having their clients do cardio six, seven days a week, 45 minutes, but they're not focused on their nutrition. They're just, what are you doing? Why are you going to make them scared to get a personal trainer or online coach because they think all they're going to do is cardio? You don't have to have someone 500, 600 pounds doing cardio six days a week. You focus on getting in a deficit, and when they're in a deficit, have them do cardio a couple times a week, right? Some light lifting and make it fun for them, and they're going to see weight loss, right? Because our bodies do not want to be this overweight. We just keep giving it a whole bunch of energy, which is food, right? We give it, That's what food is, energy, and we're not giving our body time to break it down to get rid of it. So we're giving it too much. So we take a little bit away, which is a deficit. We start doing some workouts, getting some cardio in, as comfortable, not seven days a week, right? Rest is important, too. And your body's going to start changing. And we don't have to take away carbs. don't have to take away fats. You don't have to have 1,100 calories or 1,200 calories, whatever these people are giving these like their people. I don't know. I've seen crazy stuff. You don't have to do that, right? You're, how I compare this is like this. You would never drive cross country and put the same amount of gas you put inside your Toyota Corolla in a diesel truck, right? You wouldn't right. do that. You wouldn't get anywhere. So why would you do that with someone that's 400, 500, 600 pounds? Why would you give them the same amount of gas that you would give someone that's 150, 200 pounds? No energy. They're going to be terrified of weight loss. They're going to think this is all they could do in order to lose weight, to be a, live a miserable life. Calorie deficit. That's why I tell everyone to learn. I'm not saying join my program and follow me on whatever. Go learn what your deficit is and try it for 14 days and see what your body does. That. Whew. That's uh, that's deep because I'm learning. I'm learning a lot right now, y'all. If y'all listen, I'm learning a lot. And and yeah, we want people to join your program. You talking about? We want we want that. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I just don't want to come off as sales. You know, like I'm. I want to give that now. Now, obviously, I give more knowledge in my program and stuff. But at the same time, like it's not like you know. I just know how difficult it is. I've paid so much money on supplements and so much money for meal plans that were given for free on bodybuilder.com and so and so much training from from trainers who are just putting me to the side and just took my money because oh this guy's big so I'm just going to have him do this and he's going to be you know I I trust me I've been played I've been played plenty of times plenty of times plenty of times a lot of times so now I'm, I'm I'm stepping up. You know, I've been the person that was made fun of. I've been the person that wasn't picked for dodgeball. Like I, I've walked that walk, you know. I know what we really need, you know, and it's going to be mindset and we're going to need to learn. The reason why you're successful at your podcast and whatever you do for other than for a living is because you got good at it. You weren't good at it first day. You weren't good at it the first month. You may have messed up a couple of times, but now you, you keep on doing it. You keep on doing it. You became better. So why not learn nutrition? Why not learn why we need carbs? Why not learn why we need protein? Why not learn why fats are good for us? Why not learn what a calorie deficit is? What are macros? Why not learn what we're reading behind a, 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 a something that we're eating every single day, right? Why not learn that? Why not learn it? You're generally learning to learn to, to help yourself, you know? And we just don't, unfortunately, you just, you know, we don't take the time to do that. But I'm here to say, like, don't just take a piece of paper and think your life is going to change. Learn that piece of paper. Ask questions. Right. And then you're going to start seeing success. Man, that's, you know, that's just accountability right now, y'all. This is big accountability because 
and I've, I've had people especially close to me tell me like oh you're making excuses like bro you can't tell me how it is to be big if you've never been big you know what i mean yeah. and, I, and i really yeah. hate that it, yeah we see that a lot you know and it's kind of it's 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 a little um <clears throat> i see both sides but you know i i stand by it that probably piss off a lot of people and i'm glad that they don't relate with us because we don't want them as big as we are right but you know people try to relate with it and you just can't relate with it because there's, i've even you know i even have a bone to pick with a couple of people on social media that gained 100 pounds on purpose and then lost it and think they know what it is to be fat you know you didn't grow up being made fun of you didn't grow up not getting your first kiss until high school you know you didn't grow up with the people point at you in the biggest person in the room so you can't fake obesity right and i'm not saying to do it i'm not flexing that oh well we got it because we were big so we're different no i'm just saying that there's years and years of kind of you know the little bit of trauma from all the jokes you got to be the funny person you know you can't you can't fake that you know what I mean? So no, they can't relate. And it's not a bad thing that these trainers and these people can't relate with us. It's not a bad thing. It's, I don't think it's a flex that I was over 600 pounds. It's, it's not cool to me to be like, oh, I'm known for being over 600 pounds and having loose and losing the weight now having loose skin. Like that's not cool to me, right? It's cool the work I put in, but it's not like, oh, well, you're 600 pounds. You don't relate. No, it's just that you can't talk about a path that you haven't walked and it's not bad for not walking it i'm not saying that we're cooler because we walked it i'm just saying that some of us messed up and we've actually fixed it so we can help other people fix it you know so yeah it's, it's difficult to relate with that you know they think that you're your boy they don't look at you as you know fat they look at you as your boy you're the boy you're their boy so if they say you know let's go to a roller coaster they're not gonna like maybe some will know you like oh maybe we shouldn't invite them but after a couple of times, they probably did invite you, not caring about your weight, because no one sees you as being big, whatever it is. You know, they see you for you. You know, my brother would tell me to go snowboarding. I was like, yo, I'm 600 pounds, bro. Hello. Where, 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 I'm going to I'm gonna be like a missile down that, you know, that mountain, you know. But he didn't see me as that brother. He seen me as his older brother. You know what I mean? So it's people we have relate with. It, and that's fine. And it's good. But don't try to. Don't <laughs> try to. Be there. Listen to them understand that some of it's bs some of it's real you know because we are good at bsing right we're like oh i can't do that you know my my leg hurts well but we're just kind of tired or whatever it is you know this you gotta we gotta whistle through it but um don't try to compare just be there to listen to that person and help them because any trainer could help someone lose weight but don't try to compare just try to help them and, and find a way that's going to work for them until they start stop believing their own lies you know it's the biggest yeah. tip i can give anyone I tell you what, getting going back to the gym the first week is the, the that's that's pain, that is pain beyond. And I've been stabbed before, like, and that that's pain, man. I'm telling you, like, because I did squats and my knees were just like, yeah, on fire. Like, like day one or a week one of just someone that's kind of never been to a gym, never not really been to, but had been into a gym in a long time. Like, what advice can you tell somebody who has maybe at 600 pounds or more? about how they can just start easy and like kind of give themselves a timetable on it. The the biggest thing I say for anyone, anyone that's, you know, uh, any overweight. So what you, well, first thing I would do is I would cut everything we normally eat in half, right? If we normally get the pizza, we eat half the whole box, eat half the box. If you normally go to Taco Bell and get, you know, two number twos in a large drink, get one number two in a medium drink. That's the first thing. Do that for two months. Then while we're doing that, go in the gym, do something that's comfortable for you, right? You're 500, 600 pounds, you don't feel comfortable, find a gym that has a boxing boxing, uh, a boxing uh, bags, hitting punchy bags. Do that. 
set the timer for 30 seconds, do it for 30 seconds, take a break. If it has to be a two-minute break, take a two-minute break. Do that for 10 rounds. Do it two, you can't go no more, right? Take a break. If there's nothing wrong taking breaks, it brings your heart rate up, back down. And then as we're doing stuff like this, we just cut our food in half. I didn't take away no food from you right now. Cut our food in half. And we're doing the punchy bags. And the only reason I'm saying doing the punchy bags is because I want you to get comfortable being in the gym, right? Now you're getting you're getting comfortable being uncomfortable. You're walking to a place where fit people, you're uncomfortable, right? But you're just focused on yourself. And as you keep doing that, right? As you keep going to the gym, you get more comfortable, then you're going to want to play with the machine, right? Maybe right now you can't fit on machines. That's totally fine. I could have fit on machines. Then in that punchy bag, keep doing that punchy bag, right? You're going to get tired of that. What are you going to do when you get tired of hitting the punchy bag? You're going to go on YouTube. Workouts for 500-pound guys. Workouts for 500-pound girls. Workouts for 600-pound people. At-home workouts. What should I eat at 600 pounds? You could Google that. It's going to give you how many calories you should have. Right Now you're going to learn. Now you're teaching yourself. Now you're breaking bad habits. Now you're getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Now you're open to learn about yourself. Over time, you'll be able to try different machines and stuff like that. But right now, we got to stay in our lane. right? And that's not just for 500, 600-pound people. That's anyone. You're going to a place where people have been doing this for years. Don't compare yourself to them. You know, don't, don't do that. You don't know how hard they had to work to get there. You are on a single track and your track is you and yourself. And that's it. Not your, no one. It's literally just you. And then over time, your body's going to start changing. You're going to start learning. My final question to you, uh, and you've been great uh, so far, gave a phenomenal uh, interview. Uh, this is a personal question. Um, and just fill in the blank for the Anthony Lopez is going to do what next? Everything. Everything. I am going, I've got a bodybuilding show in October. I jumped dirt bike. I'm, there's, I, I'm never living a life of what if anymore. If tomorrow I decide that I want to be a NASCAR driver, best believe I'm going to figure out how to be a NASCAR driver. I, I, Anthony Lopez is going to do everything and anything possible to become the best version of myself and continue to help people. And I'm never going to turn any, anything down. Like, I'm going to do whatever I want. I've already lived a life of being in a shell, right? In, a, in, a, in my own prison. I'm done. I'm done with that. We're, we're doing anything and everything, you know? If you can give one lasting message to some people listening to the show that have been our size, I guess, or even smaller, what's your lasting message to those who think they can't get to where you are? Hmm, That's a really good one. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say this. Stop living a life of what if. You know, stop living a life of what if and stop, stop telling yourself that you can't do this. Stop comparing yourself to me. Stop comparing yourself to you. Stop comparing yourself to your cousins or your aunts or wherever it is. Don't compare yourself to no one. Stop living life of what if and start living life of I'm going to get this done. Not what if I get this done. I'm going to get this done. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of things we feel we can't do. I got Xbox for my first time in forever because I've been playing PlayStation. And now I'm like, well, I can't play this game, but now I'm good at it, right? Because I took time. I focused on it. I didn't say that I can never do this. I worked on it. So now take how our effort on things that are pushing us away from our goals and put the effort in things that are going to push you towards your goals. So stop thinking about what if, what if, what if, and start thinking about what if I do do it? No, I'm going to get it done. You know, change that mindset because anything is possible. I'm telling you, I am telling you, I was over 600 pounds and I was in a very depressed place in my life. I was at rock bottom and now I live making a life. I have built a lifestyle, a brand, 
for people losing weight from 20 pounds down to almost 100 pounds down. I speak, you know, all over. And just because I didn't live a life of what if and I, I got it done. Anything is possible, man. I, and I believe that. I do truly believe that. We hear it so much from all these cheesy people on social media. But I promise you, at the bottom of my heart, I'm telling you, I truly know that anything is possible. You know, I, I'm literally a walking testimony of that. You know, depression, suicidal thoughts. Now people are paying me monthly to help them and trusting me with their journey and trusting me with my knowledge and trusting me with my words and, and, and teaching them stuff. You know what I mean? And you know, I talk, I talk more about heavy to modified. We became like, man, uh, you know, heavy to modified. We've just became just a, a lifestyle, you know, like people just like, I don't know anyone on social media that can post something that has, you know, hundreds of thousands of views and not have to delete comments. You know what I mean? Like that is a community. That is a community. You know, like when people follow and they post you and they follow you for like the wrong reasons, you see a lot of negative stuff. I see like maybe one negative comment out of 5,000. You know what I mean? Like we, I, we've got, I don't say I, we have built a community of people who want to see change in their self who want to work on their self, who don't want to get to 600 pounds. So they're starting at 250 or whatever it might is, you know, having to modify doesn't even have like a, a definition. It's just people who want to change, right? They want to change. They're, they're interested in becoming the best version of their self, you know, and I'm so blessed for what this brand has turned to be. And like, we're not even done. We're not even done, you know, but for what it is now and the people I've got to reach and the things I've got to do, like, you know what I mean? Like Joe Rogan follows me, Steve Harvey, uh, been on Steve Harvey show. Like there's so many things that I've been blessed with because I chose to not live a life of what if anymore. So, you know, heavy to modify is a lifestyle and everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome in the lifestyle if they're willing to put in the work, right? That's this what it is. That's what heavy to modified is. It's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's what I live. It's a, I hate tattoos. They hurt, man. But it's it's a it's a lifestyle. It's not a it's not a weight loss brand. It's a lifestyle brand. It's change your lifestyle. You know, Just doing what you want to do. Wow, man, y'all, y'all. This is Anthony AJ Lopez. Uh, he's just giving his testimony. Uh, he was raw about it, straight up about it. Uh, it is definitely a true inspiration. So uh, I want to thank you once again, Anthony, for uh, coming on this podcast to actually be so uh, vulnerable to tell us about your journey. So once again, Anthony, AJ Lopez, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I, I, this is great. This is, this is great. I love this. One. Thank you. Really. And before you go out, how can people follow you and be part of your community and uh, just kind of hear more about your story? Cause obviously you have a lot more you could talk about. Yeah. So um, all platforms, uh, heavy to modified it's H E A V Y T O not the number two and then modified. Uh, and, um, my website's the same thing, <laughs> www.heavy2modify.com. And then I do have a podcast myself called modify your life podcast. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're on Spotify and we're on Apple music. Once again, under YouTube, everything's type in heavy to modified and everything comes up. Um, and yeah, if you want to hear more about my story and not only my story about other people's amazing stories, or you were looking to make a change. Um, I would love to help anyone that's willing to change, you know, anyone might always tell everyone my program works. If you work, <laughs> you know, that's like my slogan. Now I think it's a slogan. Like my program works. If you work, you know, 
Um, so thank you for having me. Thanks for letting me share my story. Thanks for, it's so different being on someone else's podcast now. You know, it was really good. It was a really good feeling. It made me, it made me miss it. Like, Cause all this year I'm focusing on mine and mm-hmm. I saw the message from you and I was like, no, let's do this. Like, let's, I want whether one person hears it or a million people here, like I want to share it. And it felt really good. So thank you for that, man. Hey man. And my goal is to sit there and actually put the work in and maybe be a guest in yours and tell you how you inspire me to uh, um, get in there. So uh, that now, now that is meaningful. That is meaning more meaningful than having someone with 10 million followers on my podcast because you made a change. And now that change that I got to help you make, right? And I just helped you with motivation. Now you're going to help so many people make. And that, that's what I like. That, the, the, that's that stuff. That's, those are podcasts I like. So I would love to have you on, brother, whenever you're ready, whenever you want to share your story with, with, with my people and, and so many other they want to hear, man. So I can't wait for you to update me on where you're at in your journey in the next couple of months. I'm getting it, man. No more excuses. So, man, like this is a proper send off, y'all, for uh, our podcast, man. Like, you know, our personal journey. Uh, I, I hope that you've learned from this episode. Uh, Anthony A.J. Lopez is definitely a name that you're going to remember uh, because he's making a big change, man, to the world. And, hey, we want to make sure that you follow him. Uh, if you didn't catch what his social media is, where we'll have it on the ticket below if you're watching TV. And if you're listening, we'll have it in the show's description. Anthony, once again, thank you so much uh, for coming on the Shred Show podcast. No problem, man. All right. And that's the end of our show today. Make sure uh, you go to our website, ShredUpShowPodcast.com. Uh, there you can see this episode and much more uh, at ShredUpShowPodcast.com. That's S-T-R number eight, UpShowPodcast.com. If you want to support our podcast, go to our Patreon page at Patreon.com, ShredUpShowPodcast318. Until then, hey guys, I want to make sure I hold myself accountable. Uh, I feel more motivated. I was really down today, but I'm telling you, Anthony really helped me out. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to do it for you, but mostly it's for myself. And I'm tired of being this way. Uh, and so uh, it's my duty to myself and my health to make this journey complete. And my story is not over. And if you're listening, yours is not either. Uh, so that's the end of our show. Hey, join the community, join the conversation. Until then, there's only one rule to our show. You got to be straight up. All right. See y'all soon. <laughs>